Hi, welcome to Soulful, and today we have an awesome show. We are using our voice to make an impact. Stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to Soulful. It's past P. It's past the P in the place to be. In the place to be. I'm really ready for that. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. It's past the P in the place to be. It's past the P in the place to be. Welcome to So Wow. Thank you. No words, but I like it. I like it. Thank you, Janet. Yes. So she did her uh, her Easter speech and it was on sleep. <laughs> I'm Toya, y'all. Welcome to Social Four. I am Latoya. I'm Janet with the Easter speech and the Easter hair. Uh, and we have the beautiful Pastor Paulette Harper, Pastor P, in the house today. So, so glad to have you, honey. Thank you yeah. so much. It's going to be fun. I can already tell. That's for sure. Oh, that's for sure. Yes. Go ahead and massage your cheeks because the laughing is gonna be it's gonna be something. Yes. I'm the best student. I'm going to be quiet today. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. They said no, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> and impossible. Stop. Okay. <laughs> Janet, why don't you start it off, sis, today? Love to know what you're working on. Man, let me tell you about the fires that was occurring today. I swore it was just a little engine that just kept coming by. It was like, you got another fire? You got another fire? You got... <laughs> Man, so I worked on, um, I had some emails to send out. I had a few um, technical errors, computer not working right. Things was just haywire for a minute. And then... um that's it. And then I'm working on my Caribbean event that we're having in Atlanta because it's kind of our weekend. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, so, uh, I'm sorry, Pastor P. I dance to Jesus and I dance because I'm, I'm <laughs> we love it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's that's what I've been working on. Cool, Janet Toya. Hey, hey. Hey. Oh gosh. So um I have been working on a couple of things. One, this is movie week, y'all. This is awesome. Yay. So, yes, I'm finalizing those things, and I am so ready to go. Um, also, of course, like we said last week, um, I started something new um, with the client. So I am just adjusting to that role and trying to get acclimated as quickly as possible so that my stress level comes down, you know? So... That's what I've been working on. Awesome. Yeah, and indeed it's like that sometimes when you start with a new client, getting acclimated, um, there's some rough water sometimes, but it gets to be you know smooth sailing after a while, right, Toya? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we, we don't pray. We don't pray. Um, so <clears throat> I would spend this time talking about what I worked on today, which was a lot, but really I I went to the Black Enterprise Summit last weekend, last week. Um, just entrepreneurs, hundreds and hundreds of black entrepreneurs. 
And I just wanted to say that that was an amazing event. Um, I was so inspired. I probably will start share snippets here and there in the upcoming shows. Um, but it was just great to be in a place where there are people just like you um, that are sometimes billionaires, you know, definitely multimillionaires, just coming, just using the idea that God gave them and just making it and making it bigger and bigger and collaborating and um, just, you know, putting in the time to work and just have awesome legacies to, to share with, from, for, for uh, the families from for generations to come. So I enjoyed my time at the Black Enterprise Summit in Philadelphia. Yes, yes, yes. So Pastor P, what you working on? In the house, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> what am I working on? Um, well, I have several things I'm cooking right now, but um, most importantly, I am working on my online school called One Story University. I have a webinar that I'm doing this week. And so I'm solidifying some of the things uh, with that and um, looking forward to sharing um, during that webinar, the vision of One Story University and offering them the opportunity to go through my online course, which is Unlock the Writer in You. Oh, amen. And, and I know you said that was most important, but I'm sorry. What did you cook? What you cooking? What you cooking? Okay, we don't know. What's food looking like? <laughs> what am I cooking today? Something chicken. I don't okay. know. Something mm. with chicken in it today. See, that's a real cook. They whatever, whatever kind of meat, and they just kind of make it happen. Yeah, you know, you just you just yeah. pull it out of your freezer and let it thaw out, and then when you get ready, you just kind of make it do what it do. Love it, love it. I, I envy this life you speak of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll get there, Toyas. The Toyas will get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yes. To our viewers, to our amazing viewers, we want to know what you're working on too, and we're so glad that you're you're with us. So let's shout out really quickly before we get into it. I know brother Joel Tenacity is with us. Awesome ladies, awesome brother. We're so glad that you're here with us. Bless you. Mama Dora, she's been with us since the beginning, beginning of time. Shout out to you. Hope you're feeling well. We love you. We thank you that you thank you for being here. And not sure who you are, but thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys. Thank you. And thanks. We appreciate thank you. you. Yes. Yeah. We'd we'll love to know what you're working on. And please engage throughout the broadcast. All right. Awesome. Okay. Take it away, Toya. All right. So y'all already see she cooked. She out here inspiring other people's lives. So we're gonna get into who this awesome woman is on here today, okay? So visionary founder and CEO of One Story University, Paulette Harper is an award-winning, best-selling author and certified creative story coach. Since 2012, she has taught women to change the narrative and turn those painful experiences into powerful stories. She specializes in empowering coaches, faith-based leaders, and aspiring authors on how to tell their stories package their expertise in book format and make a great impact by using your voice to make an impact in this world. Welcome, Pastor P. Well, thank you so much for that intro. I'm excited about being here and I appreciate each of you women for this invite. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yay. I'm going to ask the first question, if that's okay. Yeah. Pastor Pastor, and guys, she doesn't we, She doesn't know what we're asking. It's, we do this conversational, real talk on, on purpose. They don't know the questions. So Pastor Paul, I would love to know, Pastor Pete, I would love to know um, one thing about you that, you know, that we don't know. Just something like like a little tidbit, little fact that most people don't know. Share what's so simple. 
Sure, sure. So my writing journey started when I was 40. Oh, so I was a I was a late bloomer when it comes to writing books. Pastor, you have a thousand books on the market. <laughs> oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. See, that gives me hope. Oh yeah. Wow. I can we do want us to be writers so bad. That really gives her hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pastor Paula, I was watching all those people on the stage with their books and the book signings and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I said, I feel like we should be there too. We can do that too. So that yes. gives me so much hope. I'm 41. So that is amazing. Thank you for sharing. You are that. so welcome. Yes. Anytime you need some help, you need a coach. Hey, I'm here. Awesome. Thank you. That you is, gonna work on a cookbook, Toya? Oh, sorry. Jen, why are you sorry, Jen, sorry, sorry? You know we can't cook. Oh. <laughs> no cookbook. I mean, we ain't getting no book. Okay, all right, go on. What's your What's the next question? Quiet. Okay. So, um, tell me uh, about your background. Where are you from? Where you raised? That stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So I'm from uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, beautiful oh. Northern Cali. Um, by way of San Francisco, my background, I'm actually the, the baby of eight. Um, and you know, first author, first author in my oh, family. Wow. Yeah. First author in my family. And, um, I love jazz. I love, you know, traveling and really being spontaneous. I've learned how to really enjoy Paulette and do things that Paulette loves to do. And so um, in a moment, I will just say, hey, let's go here and let's go there. And Paulette will be on her route. Oh, I love that. Nice. So what drove, what, what drove you to writing? Was it you wanted to get out some inner expression. It was some things you were going through. You started journaling. How did you connect it that that, that was the gift that you needed to explore at the age of 40? Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, um, I was going through a divorce. And so um, I really started writing um, through the, the my therapy, I needed therapy. And so writing was one of the things that I did. Um, I didn't do a whole lot of journaling. I, I just, you know, really, um, you know, believe that that's what God had wanted me to do with every, you know, the things that I was going through in life. Um, you know, my trial, my a lot of emotional trauma that I was dealing with during those periods of time and just really wanted to um, share my story and not be ashamed of, you know, my scars that I had um, received during that, you know, going through the trauma. So I started writing. And my first book was Birth. That was then This Is Now. And um, I actually just sat at the computer and I knew um, I said yes to God for doing it, for writing it. And 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 he just began to share things with me, um, you know, things that I could share in the book without being ashamed of what I was going through, but freely sharing. And so I started writing through my pain and, um, and that book was Birth. And not realizing that, um, you know, God had, um, you know, uh, 
put purpose in me in spite of what I was going through and it came through my writing and then I began to see that my story my voice had it had a purpose that my my pain and trials that I had gone through wasn't in vain there was a reason that God was going to use it for his glory and I began to just share my story and then I saw that other people had stories that they wanted to write and they began to ask me how can you teach me you know the process to writing that's really how I got started at 40. So Pastor Paula, okay, I get it. You went through some trauma, divorce. Your pastors, were you were a pastor's wife at the time? Yeah, we were pastors. We were pastors. We're both pastors together. Can we talk about that? Like, how did you... Yeah, talk about that a little bit, that, that experience. And I would like to know how... I understand writing it down, but what gave you the courage to really share that? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's His name a really is question. Jesus. <laughs> His name and, is Jesus. And I know him, but that's I still be scared about some stuff. And yeah, no, no things, you're so. absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. But I think, you know, with me, um, as a believer, I realize that everything that we go through in life, it's not for not. There's a reason for why God allows it to go through, no matter how dark it could be, no matter how painful or heartbreaking it is, there is something that God wants to do. In it, and if we allow him to show us what that purpose is and give him the time to allow us to go through that process, you know, he'll begin to show us the reasons why he let certain things happen. And that's the case for me. And so uh, going through the divorce I was married for 23 years, okay? And so going through the divorce, I, um, and let me just give a backstory. I was married for 23 years to my high school sweetheart. So I met him when I was 14. (laughs) When I was 14, so he was the only man that I knew. And so we had built, you know, this relationship from high school together up until, you know, when we were divorced. And so um, that's where the emotional trauma settled in and, you know, the depression and really wanting to end my life because I had nothing, I didn't feel I had anything else, any other purpose of, you know, being married, being in ministry, having children, being a speaker as well, but I had put everything in, in my marriage. And so when that crumbled, when we got divorced, um, that's really when I had to go through that process of rediscovering who I was. It was a struggle. You know, I had to go to th- therapy because I needed it for myself, you know. And so um, just really uh, at that place where I just really needed God to show me what his purpose was now that I was alone, you know, I was, you know, not married anymore. And so really that's, that's really, you know, how it got started for me. Mm. Wow. Good gracious. Do you, do you find in, in your journey of um, talking with others now that you found this way to express yourself, do you find that um, women and I'm not saying not the brothers, but do you find that women tend to hide either behind husband or career? Oh yeah, all the time. You know, and even men too, we, we always put on a mask. And I shouldn't say always, there are some times where we put on a mask in front of certain people or in, you know, in the church and organizations at the job, you know, because even when um, I was going through my divorce, I was still working, but no one knew that I was going through a divorce. 
you know, because I, I, I masked it very well. You know, I was a functioning emotional trauma uh, survivor, you know. And so, yeah, we masked it a, a lot, especially when we are trying to, you know, cover, protect someone else who has caused the pain, you know. And so, um, you know, we have to really get to that place where we put ourselves first. It's that self-care. And that was, you know, when I went to therapy, it was about not so much saving my marriage, but it was about saving Paulette because Paulette was on the brink of, of, of being broken and, you know, and going through the trauma and just really losing my own, you know, mental capacity in my own life, just really needing a, um, you know, a lifeline. And that therapist was my lifeline during that time. I love that you said that um, the purpose wasn't to save your marriage, but to save Paulette. Yeah. Um, I know about you guys, but in your sister circles, I know people who are having marital problems. Like, I don't want to lose my husband. I don't, and, and, I, and I understand that. But I, I, what I found that it's, it's yourself first. You kind of, you need to heal there first, you know, right? Yeah. And then you can yeah. look into that, you know? So I love that you said that. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Self-care is imperative. Say that, Brother Joel. Yes, Lord. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's our coach. That's our life coach. Um, whatever you want to call it. I guess he's not okay. a certified yet therapist, but we love you, Joel. <laughs> is, awesome. is that my friend, Joel? It is. It, it is. is. Yes, that, the, the, the other beautiful pastor. Yes. <laughs> I ain't forgot about our phone call. I, I thought you it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share in this, what, what we're talking about? You know, I just, you know, really want to, you know, encourage people, you know, you talk about how, um, you know, the self-care, it is so important. Um, you know, when we, when we finally say yes to, you know, what our purpose is and we, you know, for, for me, one of the reasons why I went through so much emotional trauma was because I couldn't, I didn't feel that I could survive without this, 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 this man in my life. You know, that I, I, I didn't know what to do in my life. And I, I found that when I let go and I had to really trust God, you know, mm -hmm. the process. And once I let go and I, I watched God move in my life, and I'm not saying it was perfect. No, it really wasn't perfect after that, you know. But I made a decision for Paulette. I made a decision to let someone go who um, didn't want me anymore. I made a decision to say yes to Paulette and no to the circumstances in which I was at that current time living in. And so when I decided to say yes to the Lord, he really began to show me that I had, I still had purpose and I wasn't alone. He was with me and he began to just really put the pieces of my life back together again. Um, uh, you know, far beyond I could even hope or imagine, you know, and you think you think about using your voice to make an impact. And, you know, I was a preacher. I'm, I'm still a preacher. I was a preacher back then. I still had a voice then. But God has given me an opportunity to really amplify the voice, my voice, and, and, and bring light to stories and really share with people that they don't have to be ashamed of anything they've gone through and that God has a way of taking those stories to just really um, bring glory and honor to his name and then share with other people that, you know what, they can make it to as well. So mm -hmm. when, you, when you help people now write, is it you if someone comes to you say i want to write i don't know i don't know horror books or is it you are you teaching them the craft of, yeah i said horror i didn't know what i was 
know what. Jason <laughs> Books, Fred Krueger, what it is, Janet. <laughs> Pastor P, you see why I said I want to be quiet, but they just draw me out. They just draw me out. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, do you do, do you are you teaching them just the craft of writing, or are you teaching them the how to sell and publish? What are you actually teaching people how to do with the writing? Yeah, so um, I teach nonfiction authors how to write their you know either a transformational story, personal story, uh, a help a self help book, a how to book, or maybe a subject matter book. And so yes to your question, I do. I take them through this process where I show them how to really um, craft their story, how to build their story based on the chapters and how to how to maneuver from chapter to chapter based on the content that they want inside their book. So we do a um, uh, the first session that I provide for my authors is a, 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 a session that I call story mapping. It's really mapping out your story. It's having getting clarity on the story, the, the st one story you want to write, but there's so many layers to that story. And then once you you know determine what it is um, that you want to share, then it's a matter of okay, what kind of content you want readers to know. You know, what is it that you want to give the readers that they have wins, they have solutions, they have a resolve within themselves. And so we go through that process. My question is, how do you get past the vulnerability? Because I'm I'm listening to, you know, your story and it is definitely profound because I can't even imagine, you know, the overwhelming emotional roller coaster you probably went on through your ordeal, but yeah. to be able to actually kind of put it out on front street is a whole different yeah. ball game. Yeah. How do you deal with the vulnerability? Yeah, that's a great question, you know, and I had to think about that, you know, when, um, you know, the, the inspiration came to write my story about my trauma of going through a divorce with a pastor. I had to think about, you know, my kids. I had to think about, you know, the, the members of the congregation. But I had to think about Paulette. And not just me. I said yes to the Lord. So I had to be obedient to God first. And being obedient to him first allowed me to take the steps that I needed to, to take to write it because if I'm obedient to him, he's going to protect me. He's going to make sure that, you know, no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. And I mm -hmm. had to take the courage to go ahead and, and share my story. And at that time when I started writing, um, I was, you know, I was healed from the trauma. You know, I was healed from the depression and the, and the thoughts of killing myself. I was at a point of, of, of being able to share my story authentic. I was be, I was at a place of sharing my story from a place of being a victor, not a victim, but walking in victory to show people that there is a way that we can maneuver through life no matter what it looks like who comes, who goes, no matter what happens, that there is still a place for us to, to prosper, you know, and do what God's called us to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the vulnerability had to be there, but I had to obey God first. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, so I guess first question, well, I have a, like a two-part question. I always have a lot of questions. Okay. I'm so, ready. I'm ready for you. So was the book the first kind of 
coming out about saying, I, Pastor P, am going through this situation, et cetera, et cetera. Was yes. that the first coming out? So, yes. And when you were in the part of promoting the book, were you giving it to your congregation or were you promoting it outside and then the congregation kind of swarmed to it? Well, actually, what ended up happening was because I had, you know, me and the, the, the pastor were divorced, I left the church, okay? And so with me leaving the church, that just really released me of, it, you know, trying to, I, I, I wouldn't have sold the book to them anyway. You know, because, okay. you know, the thing about, you know, being, you know, a first lady and being married to the pastor and then you, you separate, you get a divorce and then you write a book, you know, the, the congregation feels that they have to take a side, you oh, know, that they, they have to feel that they have to side with the pastor, you know. And so I didn't want to really um, promote to them because I was sharing something that was, you know, it was, it was about their it was about me and their pastor. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in that trauma and, and, you know, and even in my book, I didn't put anything that was, um, that was, you know, no juicy stuff like that. No, ooh, this is what the pastor did. It wasn't even anything like that. It's a book of integrity, really. It's a book all about Paulette and my struggles of going through that. You know, I just happened to be married to a pastor, you know? And so, um, you know, no. So when I, you know, released my book, um, it was to other people, you know, other people who really were was not even connected with me from the ministry, but connected with me in other ways, you know, on my job, you know, people that I had met on social media, um, you know, just other doors that God just began to open. You know, I was at another church at that time. You know, I mean, when, when I wrote my book, I was already at another ministry. So I had the opportunity to just really share with people who didn't know uh, and have any connection with me from my past. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I wondered how did that all yeah. go and connect. Yeah. Um, and that was a good thing that you, because in addition to what you said was, you didn't really share about the stories about you being the pastor or the things that was going on in between yeah. you two. You more shared about Paulette and what Paulette's yes. issues were, challenges was. And so that was the release. And I think in, in that aspect, that was even the greater obedience to God because yeah. you could have been, you could have chose to been, um, is it messy? No, yeah. not necessarily messy, but vindicated because you yeah. know he did all of this to me. And even though you could have chose to make yourself, you know, I shouldn't have gotten all of this, but instead of doing all of that, so that you just decided Paulette had issues and Paulette yeah. fixed this and Paulette fixed that and Paulette yeah. allowed this and Paulette allowed that. So that even gives you the greater sense of freedom. Yeah. You know, do what you needed to do that you were able to have a lot of voice because you could have been messy and had no voice and the book could yeah. turn the way around into another, you know, so that's yeah. even the greater inspiration that I hear from this. That's thank right. you. We have a question for Lovely. Lovely, we want to thank you for engaging. I really have enjoyed looking at your, at your comments. So uh, we'll answer that, we'll, we'll share this question with Pastor, Pastor P. I know we don't care about the naysayers, but at what point did you face the challenge the challenge head on? Yeah, you know, um, I think when um, I finally wrote my first book, 
and I began to see people from the congregation. And, and, and that was like, oh, <laughs> that was that was like because I already knew that they knew I had wrote a book, you know, and so um, it was, you know, trying to deal with them on a totally different level. The fact that I not only wrote a book, but I was no longer their first lady. You know, and so there was, you know, several things that had to overcome. I had to overcome and they did, too, you know. And so, you know, facing the challenge head on, um, we live in, you know, we're, we live in a small town. So it was just bound to happen that, you know, I would face them eventually, you know. But I was strong enough to do that. I was strong enough that when I saw them in my presence, you know, I still held my hat, my head up high. I still spoke, you know, and they did too. But um, it was something that I had to get through and I did. And even, even after that, I knew that, um, you know, my story, um, even though I said that, you know, it, it, it was just really about me and it is, you know, it really was about me, but the fact that I had the audacity to write it, <laughs> you know, I had the, the courage to even write it, you know, said a lot, you know, and um, yeah. So, you know, just having the audacity to do something that people don't think you can do the audacity to do something that people say you shouldn't do the audacity to do something to, you know, to write a story about, you know, how, you know, you and, and a, a pastor, the audacity and the nerve of you to do it. However, you know, once again, when God tells you to do something, you have to put all that aside. You have to walk it out and believe that God has called you to do this and take the courage to get it done. And I was able to get it done. Yeah, I, I wanted to, that, that, that path, um, number one, you listen to God, you know, you are obedient despite, because I know how that is, I, you know, in that churchy space, you're not really supposed to say bad things about the pastor and all that. I could okay. you know, only imagine, right? But, um, you know, I think the word says something to the fact that our gifts will make a way for us, right? Um, I love that you listen to God and in doing that, you perfected the gift. I don't know if you knew you were an, had that gift of writing and, and being an author, you know? So it's not amazing what came from that. And just yeah. based on the year or so that I've been following you, I've just seen the progression. Like, mm -hmm. oh, she's on this news outlet. She's doing this. Yeah, she has this program. Oh, wow, she's she's showing all these people. How, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, what God would do if people only listen to him. We don't even know what he has for us. Did you did you no. did you foresee any of this? No, no, no. You know, you know, I, I said I started writing at 40. Wow. You know, and when I started writing, I I I didn't have no aspiration, even when I went through, you know, was married, went through ministry, you know, it was about ministry. It was about, you know, you know, raising our children and just doing the, the ministry, you know. And so, um, you know, when when the divorce happened and I started writing my story, I didn't have any author friends. I didn't, I didn't know no, nothing about being an author, how to write a book, anything like that, you know, but I had a word from the Lord. Uh, it's hard because because she's you about to have a webinar you about to when you're, you're showing a whole bunch of other people how to do this and excellence because you've per perfected you have a whole systematic approach yeah uh, to be yeah. successful I don't did y'all see her website like like news outlets like national news outlets outlets Pastor P she's there you know what I'm saying and she's there I'm sure some of her her authors are there as well yeah just, yeah. Yeah, it's um, been a, you, it, it's been a, you a, your own publishing house. I'm sorry. 
do you have your own publishing house or you I do. I have my own publishing house. It's called Thy Word Publishing. Um, so I I publish just my own books. So what I do with uh, authors is I show you how to become your own publisher. So I don't publish anybody else. I empower you to do it yourself. That's what I do. That's that's how I serve this industry. You know, because I want to be able to show you how to do it yourself so that you don't have to go to another publisher, you know? And so, you know, that's, that's the direction that I have for my life. And that's how God, you know, um, has instructed me. So all the books that I do, they're under uh, Thy Word Publishing, my anthologies that I do, I publish those under my publishing house. But when it comes to publishing other people, you want to hire me as your coach, I'm going to show you how to do it yourself. Wow! Now that's big right there. That's big. That's half the ball game right there. Yeah, that is, that, that's no, it is. But not doing that. Now not teaching you how to be your own publisher. That's doing too much. They want. To <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I do. You know, because I think that it's so important, and that you know that was one thing that I had to learn. You know, when I wrote my first book, I went with a publisher, and then I realized after that. I needed to learn how to self-publish, you know, because I wanted, one, to take the middleman out. I wanted to learn the process. I didn't want to keep going to somebody else. Um, and they would not only, you know, have, you know, maybe certain rights to my my manuscript, mm-hmm. but don't show me how to do it, you know. And so, um, thank you, lovely. And so, I, you know, I learned how to self-publish, you know. And so, you know, at the beginning trial era, but you learn, you know, you learn how to do it. And so I did. And one of the things that happened early on was the fact that when people saw that I had published a book, you know, now they want me to show them how to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to show you what I know. Okay. And so I started doing workshops and whatnot and showing them, hey, it was just about me reproducing, you know, uh, duplicating what I had already learned and giving it to somebody else, sharing it with somebody else, you know. And so the workshops went to, can you coach me? You know, so every every step that I have taken, have taken in this journey has been because people have been pulling on my gifting. You know, and I'm so grateful to the Lord for that. So, um, so yeah, that's that's really how all of this, you know, coaching and book anthologies, they all got started because people kept knocking at my door saying, can you show me how? And I'm like, yeah, I can show you how to do this for yourself. So do you, how many, how many people have you coached? Yeah. So um, over the years, I've probably coached maybe about 20 authors in publishing, showing them how to publish their own books. And then uh, with my anthologies, I've been able to help, oh my God, maybe about 100 authors who were, you know, some first time authors, uh, become best selling authors, be, you know, on billboards, be on platforms, be on stages and whatnot. And so I, I have just learned how to share and not be selfish. And know what my my talents are. I'm, I'm all about collaboration and not competition. You know, I invite people to come be part of my anthologies because I want to see authors succeed. You know, because when you succeed as an author, you know, you you show me that I've done you right and I've coached you correctly. You know, and and that's a great reward for me. Mm. Awesome. That's I love music for toys, I know, because she wants us to be authors. 
Your ears are clean. I will not <laughs> fill in your ears, fast because you passed the P. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> Continue okay. to pray for us, Pastor. Continue I would use pray my for voice for impact, but okay. Pastor, not the kind of okay. impact. Look at incorporate the title. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, uh, Pastor? Um, we all work together. We all have individual companies, but we work together, collaborative, okay. co collaborative. Collaborative. Yes, collaborative. Collaborative. They, they always got to fix my words. I'm sorry. Okay. That ain't all we have to fix, but anyway. <laughs> so, you know, we were thinking about coming up that conference. We were thinking about what are we, what are we going to be like our first book? And literally God has put us all together. God like has directed our path. So it's something with God in it. Is that okay to have a business book that has God in it, Pastor P? Is that okay? Of course it is. I mean, okay. because God, you're where you are because of the Lord. You Amen. know, Amen. And, and, Amen. And, and he he's our CEO, he's our financial, you know, officer. He is the one who gives us strategies. He yes. is the one we sit before and ask for instructions. You know, come come on now. I'm I'm here and I do what I do only because God has anointed me to do it, you know. And so with that, I I I cannot go a day without asking him, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to connect with? What is my assignment that I have here on the earth to, to serve you, you know? And so my business, Glorify God, that is why, because, you know, when, when, when I'm coaching authors, I, I don't do erotica. I don't do horror. Sorry. Janet, <laughs> I don't do that kind of stuff. You know, I, I deal with people who want to write inspirational nonfiction books, who want to write transformational stories, how to resolve books. Those are the kind of authors that I help, you know, push and promote. Love it. Because even in some of those stories, they have their own horror. Horror don't have to be horror. You know, but you're right. You're right. well, you know what? Let me let me say this. You are right in the fact that the experiences that we've gone through in life has been horrible. Sometimes has been horrible. Yes, mm -hmm. I totally agree with you on that. You know, there I've read some really horrific stories of of, of you know men and women who have gone through mm -hmm. some very you know trying times in life, and um, you know, I mean, from from rape to Families committing suicide. I mean, suicide from. I mean, I just a gamut of stories that we've mm -hmm. gone through in life. And um, okay, lovely, connect with me definitely. So, uh, but so you're absolutely correct. It's the it's the stories that we've lived. It's the life that we've lived that's just been horrible. You know, ha just has been sometimes a horrid life. But in that, there's always the 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 restoring. There's always. Hey. The the restoration, yeah. healing. There's yeah. always, okay, let me see, God, you, you work in this thing in my life. You know, there's always a purpose for it. So no matter how devastating life 
comes to us, no matter how heartbreaking it has been, no matter who has hurt us, who has caused the pain, God can still turn those things around for his glory and that we will get the benefit from it. You know, had mm. I not said yes to the Lord and being vulnerable, like Latoya said, being vulnerable and sharing my own story, had I said, oh, no, Lord, I don't want to write it because I don't want to offend people. I don't want nobody to know that the pastor has been going through this if i had a said no i wouldn't be here today if i had a said if i would have said no to the lord then i would have not been able to on you know the the authors that i have you know connected with you know so i know i just said i just made toya a nervous <laughs> i dropped my bin it's okay you drop your mic you drop your no, mic. i dropped my bin i can't even blame it on the kids that was me i'll pick it up later <laughs> Pastor, you said something though right there. You said that, um, mm -hmm. you know, we do things for his glory, but the part that you said you don't hear people say a lot, uh, we benefit from it. We, we, yeah. we really do. We really oh do. my God. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can tell you that, you know, when I, when I decided to write my first book, I had no idea that all of this was going to be part of God's plan for my life. You know, and sometimes we we serve a God who has so many greater things in store for us, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and so we look at ourselves and we, 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 we're real little when it, when we look at ourselves, you know, we, we, we're real little in the plans that we have, the purpose that we have, our yes. jobs that we do. We don't see that God is so much bigger than that. You know, mm -hmm. that he has so many other things for us to do, so much more impact beyond the four walls, beyond our jobs, even beyond our family and our and our children. It is it goes way beyond that, you know. And so to to be where I am today, it is just amazing. And I all and I attribute all of that to to the glory of God because he took my pain, my sorrow, my anguish all my adversity and he turned it around and put me in a place that I just sit back and I'm just like, shake my head. Like God, you did all of this. Yeah, to God yeah. glory. Nobody can get the glory for this, for where I am only God. And he trusts me to give me things because he knows I'm not going to, you know, harbor it for myself. He knows I'm going to give him the glory for it. He knows that whatever he, he can trust me with it and i'm so grateful for being here because i bring other people along on this journey with me because i want to see them experience the goodness of god and mm. no matter what they go through in life yes but oh. you know we're all chosen for a story and a reason and a season so it just whether your story makes the national news or the local news or the everyday circle news, your story, the thing is when we don't execute the story, yeah. that's where the problem comes in. So yeah. no matter how small your story, some stories are supposed to be on the World Wide Web. Some stories are just supposed to be on one little channel. Some stories are just supposed to be in the community. Whatever your story, you were chosen for that story. It's when you don't execute it. That's when you harbor when, when yeah. you prevent other people from growing. So yeah. you're right in that retrospect. I just want to say thank you for your transparency. It really makes you, it, it puts that human effect in there. Cause you know, 
they we we tend to put pastors on a pedestal that they don't they don't go through what we go through and it's like yeah, yeah. no the y'all go exactly through everything yeah. that we go through so and your story really is um it's it's really good to see that authenticity i like it and remember yes. those who love the lord get attacked more often than those yeah. who love the lord so yeah that, and, and that's the truth you know, when, when you have pastors who are shepherds and they're leading other people to greener pastures, of course, they're going to be attacked, you know, and, you know, that's why it's so important, you know, to lift your pastor up and pray for your pastor, you know, so that because they're going through things that, that they're not going to tell you and openly tell you, you know, that this is what they're going through, you know, um, it's going to be stuff that happens, the struggles that they, they have behind closed doors, you know, and so um, those same struggles, if they're not dealt with, you know, behind closed doors, um, you know, then they, they manifest themselves openly, you know, and that's not really mm. what we want. And so, um, you know, the vulnerability, you know, people can resonate with me and anybody that writes their story when you're real, mm -hmm. you know, when, when you're real and when you're authentic and when you're telling, hey, you know what? I had emotional trauma. I wanted to kill myself. You know, I, 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 you know, I wanted to end my life. You know, I had depression. You know, I had to really own up to where I was, you know, and really realizing that it wasn't the place that God wanted, intended for me to stay. And I had to find my way out of that. Even, um, what's his name? Kirk Franklin and even Dietrich Haddon. Because remember when Kirk Franklin had the whole, the whole parenting thing there. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, you know, and he was like, I don't understand why y'all think I, I'm not human. Right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No child yeah. talk to me that I've been taking care of and disrespect me and my. I, yeah. I, Kirk or not Kirk, Jesus, right. I didn't and I'm finna tell. <laughs> Maybe I didn't handle it the right way, but he going to get it yeah. some way, somehow. And it's yeah. my, he's my child, and I have the right. You know, and even when, you know, Dietrich Haddon was on that pastor show, mm -hmm. you know, and they was telling him, well, how are you going to sing and be a, he was like, yeah, I'm a man. Yeah. I like women. What, what, yeah. what that me and my wife, we not together no more. Yeah. I don't want to be alone, you know, yeah. so I think you're very right in that retrospect. We forget that, you know, people are being. Yeah. Mm -hmm choose to serve the lord and when yeah. they choose to serve the lord they aim to live like christ and be so that they can be a representative but even christ was attacked he's yeah. the only man who walked clean and didn't dirt everybody else yeah. even david and you know david loves yeah. women you know so yeah. Everybody <laughs> had their challenges. They just yeah. The thing about them is that they chose to struggle through their challenges. Yeah. Eventually, until they were uh, almost Christ-like. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Baby, so, I love the Lord. I goof up, but I love my Christ. Okay, I love. We know, sis. We know. We know. We know you love God. I like to <laughs> hang out with people who love God because. That, that foundation when you act up you still got that foundation so that's that's i'm just i know so pastor p if there was one thing that you could tell a yearning writer who's out there 
what would that, no matter what story they wanted to write, but what what would be that thing? Would you, you know, what would be that one thing? Put your pen, write the vision, make it plain. What would be your 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 little quote of inspiration? Um, what would be my hope? And uh, can you repeat that? You kind of choppy there. Oh, I'm sorry. What would be your quote of inspiration? Oh, my, my quote of inspiration. Um, oh, okay. So my you said quote, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So my quote of inspiration is, um, I write my story because I decide how it's going to end. <gasps> That's why she's past the piece. She's past the piece. Come on through. Come on through. Past fire. Past the piece. That's fire. She her voice to make an impact. She's past the piece. She's past the piece. Fire. <laughs> I think I might sell that one. That's yes, good. Right. Okay, that, just just that. just say you got it from Paulette the first time. That's okay, <laughs> I got I you, know. honey. Yes, I write my story because I know. That's amazing. I have one yeah. question. I know we don't have a lot of time, but um, as a new we author, we, we go over. <laughs> if, as a new author, Pastor P, um, would you recommend that I publish on Amazon or not for my first book? Well, you know, it kind of depends on what your goal is, um, you know, for if you are striving to, um, you know, possibly be a bestseller, then, of course, Amazon is on there. You know, you push for that. Um, you know, if you're if you're just putting it on there so that, you know, people because most people want to buy your book apart from your friends and your family off of Amazon because it's trustworthy. You know, and so, um, you know, I choose to, you know, go through them because when it comes to my anthologies, um, you know, I want to, you know, push my authors to bestseller, you know, and so, you know, Ingram Sparks is a, a an option for authors as well. So you kind of have to weigh them out and see the reasoning um, why you choose one over the other, you know, and so, um yeah. So, you know, it just kind of depends on you. I just want to remind everybody that um, this, the show is part of the Business Made Simple. Um, it's part of that, that group of, of, of shows because Pastor Paulette makes Business Made Simple. If you want to be an author, um, she's gone through, she's been doing this for years. She has a lot of books and she knows how to do this. She has a whole system uh, process in place. Um, so she can make your author, she can make your, your writing um, process a whole lot simple and on point and right because she knows how to do this. So Pastor Paulette, will you tell us uh, a little bit about your upcoming um, webinar? That'd be awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. So yeah, I have a, a webinar that's coming up called uh, Unlock Five Strategies for Moving the Needle and Completing Your Book. This is for those of you who find it very difficult to start, don't know where to start, don't know how to start, don't know what content to put. You know, these are these strategies are going to show you the give you the the um, the the tools and of course strategies that you need to really move the needle, you know? And so um, that's happening uh, this Thursday, May the 26th. It's on Zoom. 
Um, you can still sign up, register, you'll get the Zoom information emailed to you. And I encourage anyone, if you are an aspiring author and you're stuck, you haven't moved the needle, you say you want to write a book and it's been, you know, five years, <laughs> you know, or even you have a manuscript and you just don't know, you know, um, if, if it's, you know, you know, what to do with it, you know, come to the, to the, you know, my web, my, my webinar that's happening this Thursday and be part of, you know, this, um, you know, five strategies of moving the needle because you're going to be able to move the needle when you leave this, you know, this webinar. And it's part of my, um, my online school that I'm launching as well called One Story University and authors will be able to go through a 90 day program, you know, with me, um, that's entitled Unlock the Writer in You. And I'm looking forward to connect with those who come out to be part of this, um, this no cost, our webinar. Give yourself an hour to learn how to move the needle to get past where you are right now. Yeah, I just saw that. I didn't notice that before. That is no cost. Yes, um, it's no cost. <clears throat> um, come on now. Um, so yeah, I know I've got work to do, but Jen, if I can go to the mm -hmm. webinar, I, I, I need to be there. Is that cool? <laughs> And the rest of y'all come with me. Come up and meet Pastor Paulette. She is a dynamic woman, and you don't want to miss this. Amazing. I'll make sure that I put that um, link in, in there in the comments as well so people can easily get that. Awesome. Yeah. So, Pastor, um, I know you've told us um, about the awesome webinar. I know that you've given us some many nuggets, but is there a final word, something that you want to share with us that you haven't had the opportunity to do? Yeah, you know, for, for some people, you know, uh, writing a, a, a solo book is, can be very daunting. It can be very intimidating, you know. And so I just really encourage those of you who want to take, you know, little steps, but you want to be, you know, an author, then be in any one of my anthologies. I just released one called The Breaking Point. <laughs> you know, a little plug-in called The Breaking Point. It was just released, and it's a book that's been endorsed by Les Brown. <gasps> yes. Yeah, wow. It's been endorsed by Les Brown. I could tell you how that came about was just orchestrated by God. It was a divine meeting with Les Brown and he endorsed the book. The endorsement is, is posted on Amazon as well. And so if, if you, you know, if this is something you want to do, you know, go to my website, pauletharper.com, get on my waiting list uh, for the next anthology that I'm going to be doing. Uh, open enrollment or open uh, submissions will take place probably at the first part of July for my next anthology. Awesome. And so, yeah, so the breaking point was just released. I have another anthology that's going to be released in July called I Survived the Storm. So it's an opportunity for anyone who wants to be a published author and they all need to do is write one chapter and, you know, go through that process. And, you know, my desire is to bring authors, you know, on, on, platforms, on stages where they can share their story, give them opportunities to shine, give them opportunities to shine, and then, you know, uh, you know, be, be become a best-selling author as well. And mm. Pastor Paula, I, can I just say, um, her authors, <clears throat> they're on billboards, like outside of the <laughs> You see, you see yourself on the billboard. That's where her authors are. They're on billboard. Yeah, baby. <laughs> she does dynamic marketing. Like she will really take care of you, make sure that you that you are uplifted, that you're under guard with this with this uh, being an author. So um, I know where I'm going to be. I don't know about y'all. Um, <laughs> come, come on, come on. 
Awesome, awesome. Wow, this has been beautiful. So, so, so thankful for you to come through on Soulful. The virtual book tours that you that you do, um, tell us really quickly, how does that work for an author? Because people yeah. don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, so, yeah, I have a business called Right Now Virtual Book Tours. It's an online service to help promote authors virtually. So what I do is I connect authors and their books with bloggers who in turn will feature the authors on their blog, on their website with either a book promo, author promo or, um, you know, excerpts from their book. And so I, oh, thank you so much, lovely. Mm -hmm. uh, so I create a media kit for the authors. And so I provide that information to the bloggers. And so um, my author tours are anywhere from two weeks all the way to two months of book promotions. And so depending on the length of the promotion, um, the virtual book tour you want to do, uh, every day somebody is promoting these authors on their blog, you know, and they're sharing it out on Twitter and even Facebook. And so it's, it could be a uh, an article that the author writes, which is called a guest post. It could be a Q&A that the bloggers want the authors to fill out so that we present that to them, you know, on their blog. So it's a great way to get word out about your book in the quickest amount of time because, hey, it's all done on the internet. Yeah. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to travel. You know, you'll go from blog to blog looking at your face on these bloggers post promoting your book. I just want to remind the viewers, if you weren't here from at the beginning of the show, all this, all this that she does, this, this came from at 40 years old when she, she went through some, some, some trauma and the, the beauty that came from this. this yeah. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Les yeah. Brown, multiple businesses, you know, it's just, it's just, beautiful that's it yeah you know let less brown that that'll take a whole nother whole, whole <laughs> i can't nother wait to hear about that we'll talk about less that brown, less brown was the surprise icing on the cake i walked in yeah. on that conversation so yeah amazing well pastor paula you're gonna have to come back i'm, okay. I'm feeling that that you i'm feeling that so thank you so much for being here toya janet take us out well we just want to make sure that you like comment share and subscribe Make sure you join us right back here. When, Janet? When should they be here? Next week, Tuesday at 6 p.m., the day after Memorial Day. Come Amen. on in, take a seat, and let's enjoy another episode of Sultiful. Bye-bye. We thank God that Pastor P was here because Janet was on her best behavior. Best behavior. <laughs> Let the church say amen. Hi, and welcome to Sultiful.